Hey guys, you're listening to Talkin' About the Passion. I'm Thomas Irwin. This is a podcast where I interview different independent musicians and showcase their music. As for myself, I'm a singer-songwriter and producer who goes by Niagara Moon. You can look up more about my own music at niagaramoonmusic.com. Before we get into it today, I want to let you all know about an upcoming Niagara Moon gig, 7 p.m. on Friday, May 19th at Barboza in Capitol Hill. We are opening for the amazing psychedelic band Wall of Ears, as well as the band Monster Watch, whom you're about to hear in a second. At the show, Wall of Ears will be releasing two new music videos, as well as launching the pre-order for their upcoming record, Hello, Beautiful Nothing. I interviewed the leader of Wall of Ears, Chris Lott, a while back for episode three of Talking About the Passion. If you haven't heard that one yet, be sure to check it out ASAP. He's a great guy who makes some really terrific weirdo pop music. I can't recommend him enough. Uh, Tickets for the show are $8 in advance, $10 at the door. The show could very well sell out, so make sure to get your tickets ahead of time. I've included a link to buy them in the episode description of this podcast. So again, that's Friday, May 19th at Barboza. The show starts at 7 p.m. and is 21 plus. Now back to the show. For episode 17, we have John Spinney and Charles Richards. They are two of the members from the Seattle punk band Monster Watch. John is the singer and primary songwriter, as well as one of the guitarists for the group, while Charles plays bass. Monster Watch has quickly been making waves locally and playing lots of high-energy gigs since their inception two years ago. They just came out with their first EP, Blabbermouth, recently. They make the kind of punk music that's loud and aggressive, but still groovy enough for a soft rock band like yours truly to be able to dance to. If I could dance, that is. Uh, Anyway, we're going to hear a couple tunes of theirs today. I'm about to play you their song, Tuesday. I also highly recommend the music video they made for this song. It's on YouTube. Pretty entertaining. Anyway, here is Tuesday. How many tattoos do you have? I'm not sure. I have more. I don't know if you do. I think you have more space covered. You have far more space covered. I have more, dude. 
<laughs> I got a lot of little little shitty ones, dude. Oh, that's true. Are you having a contest about it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll yep. see. First one to 100 wins. <laughs> <laughs> Does everyone in the band have tattoos? <laughs> yeah. Our guitar player has, like, one itty bitty one. like, that big on his arm, and that's it. That's it? Is he planning for any more, or? I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. The other three of us, I feel like, are all pretty intent. Where do you usually go for new tattoos? I always go to uh, um, the dude who did the bat thing. Um, Is that Slave to the Needle? No. I go to Pierced Hearts up on Roosevelt. Yeah, dude named Ben. Um, I started, I used to live like right down the street and went to him for a little while. Or just started going to him because it was like the first shop right there. And he's like fast and good and now we're homies and it's cool. <laughs> you know? I haven't gotten tattooed out here yet. How long you been out here? Two years. Where'd you come from? New Hampshire. New Hampshire? Yeah. I'm from Massachusetts. Oh, nice. I'm from, like, western Massachusetts, so Northampton Amherst area. Oh, cool. That's what's up. What part of New Hampshire are you from? Portsmouth. So is that at least on the coast, or? Yeah, it's, like, right on the coast. Yeah, I only have been to New Hampshire maybe a handful of times, or, like, when I've gone to Maine. It's pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Keene is kind of similar to where I'm from. It's like a yeah, college yeah. town, but yeah, not much going on in New Hampshire, I guess. It's kind of like the conservative alternative to Vermont. Yeah, exactly. That's why I left. <laughs> yeah. What drew you to Seattle in particular? Uh, our drummer, Jack, me and him are both from New Hampshire. He moved out here. He was like, you should come out here. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so Simple so as that. Before yeah. you moved here, you had actually not been here before. I've, yeah, the farthest I'd been was, like, Florida. I'd, like, never been to the West Coast. Wow, so you just but, dived right in? Yeah. It's a great place to uh, be young and doing music, as far as I can tell. Yeah, I have no Lucked desire out. to go back home, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not much happening in New England, I suppose. Mm -mm. So you're John, if you just get the audience to understand who's talking. Yeah, I'm John. That's John, and you're... Charles. Charles, yeah. okay. So you guys are both in Monster Watch. Yep. Yeah. So, John, what uh, what do you play in Monster Watch? Everything. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I play guitar and sing. All right. And Charles, what do you do? Oh, I play bass. Nice. Yeah. So then how many other members are there? Two. Two more? Yeah, there's drummer Jack and then other guitar players, John, as well. Okay, so you got the classic, like, two guitar, bass, drums. Yeah. So are you doing more lead guitar or rhythm guitar, or do you divide it up like that? Or? It's pretty, like, I don't know. It's, so it's like a 70-30 yeah, it's not really, no one's like really the lead guitarist, but Johnny does a lot of like weird like noises. Like he just makes a lot of like weird delay effects and stuff over the songs. So I'm, I guess I'm like the rhythm guitarist, but I'll do some solos every once in a while. Yeah. And how long you guys been a group? About like a year and a half. Yeah. Nice. So you're from New Hampshire. Are the other members kind of from here and there? Johnny's from Olympia. So he's kind of like a Washington native. Yeah, he's more of a local. Yeah. And then, like we said, Jack is also from New Hampshire. Yeah. Um, and then I, I'm from Wisconsin originally and uh, moved out here about two years ago, around the same time. The, three out oh, of the wow. four of us moved out <laughs> here all around the same time. And, yeah, it's just coming from places like that, just the – Ceiling of opportunity for creative shit is super, super <laughs> low. I can swear on this, right? Yeah. I figured so. I mean, my next guest is going to be shit ghosts. So yeah. There's only, yeah, there's only so much I can do about that. Shit ghosts. Yeah. 
The safe for work episodes are safe for work, and then some other ones. You know, okay, what can for you sure. Do? Yeah, they'll they'll slip here and there. <laughs> yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, I've never been out to the Midwest. Really. Don't bother. <laughs> Not um, even like Madison, Wisconsin, or something. Oh, uh, that's where I lived. Oh, you did? Um, yeah, I lived there for a handful of years. I mean, it's you know, it's a cool place. Um, it's just like it doesn't compare. It's cool in comparison to everything else going around there. Like, yeah, like Milwaukee has a scene. That's cool. Like Madison has a scene. That's cool. Minneapolis is great. Yeah. Like Chicago's great. Um, but, but they're all pretty far away from each other. Yeah, yeah. And they're kind of these weird little pockets. And the thing that I found um, living in Madison was that since it is just primarily a college town. Yeah, college same city, as where I'm from. Yeah. Although there are like a lot of young, like-minded people crammed into a very small spot. And that kind of, you know people spark each other into like making these things so many people leave yeah. so there's not like there's there's not like a lot of substantial like history going on like or right. like people holding on like starting like artist collectives and shit like yeah. all that stuff only lasts for a year or two people don't really stick around to like build up the community yeah, the way yeah, they yeah. Right here. anybody who's trying to do something goes somewhere else to do it which yeah. i guess i just was another one of those people right you know? right that's how new hampshire is too yeah except there's like a very select few people that actually do something. So it's mostly just a bunch of people that don't do anything. Just, <laughs> like I went back there last year and like literally like I think there's I have two friends that moved to like Philly. Like or one moved to Philly, one moved to Brooklyn. But like literally all of my friends are still there doing like the same fucking thing they were doing like three years ago. I'm just yeah. like, damn, dude. Skating Not a lot or? of growth. Just skating, yeah. like hanging skating. in front of a gas station. Like, just like, it's like a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> a sad, drab Kevin Smith. Cold, a sad, cold Kevin yeah. Smith movie. Kevin Smith movie without the humor. Yeah. 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 I mean, I haven't come out here. I haven't been out in Seattle too long, but nice. I do miss the small town I do miss that sometimes, a lot, yeah. though, too. There's something nice about it. I've started, um, I've started spending some time down in Olympia recently, and I really like that because it reminds me of it reminds me of Madison, just like a way cooler version of it. You know, like it's cutting out a lot of the shitty aspects and hmm. like the cool aspects have yeah, grown yeah. a lot. And it's like I definitely enjoy the kind of smaller community that that place has to offer. You know. Like, yeah, yeah. I haven't been down there yet, but I've heard a lot of good things. It's cool. I'd recommend checking it out. So you you came here with uh, one of your friends from New Hampshire who's now in the band. You said his name was Jack? Jack, yeah. And um, how did the rest of y'all find each other? I was in... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the whole rundown. All right, let's do it. <laughs> uh, so I was in a band back home that I was playing drums in, and I knew Jack because the band prior to the one I was in... Uh, he was playing drums in another band, and we'd always play together. So we just, like, nerd out about drums and shit and, like, hang out and smoke too much weed. And then, yeah, I, I started, like, a, like a, just, like, a rock band type thing I was playing drums in. And he ended up moving out here because his sister's out here, uh, and he just wanted, like, a change of pace. And then he hit me up one day, and I hadn't talked to him in, like, a year or two. He was like, dude, I'm in Seattle. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, you should move out here. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. Because I was like pretty into the band I was in. And then we were all living together and we got kicked out of our place. The band broke up and like a bunch of other shit happened. So I called him and I was like, dude, can I still move out here? He was like, yeah. So I moved out here in May of 
was it 2016? 2015. 2015. Damn. Yeah. And then it's been coming up on two years. Time huh? flies. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. So I moved out here, and then we met Charles at a, a the bar he works at called the Octopus up in oh. Wallingford. Yeah, I've been there. Mm-hmm. Me and Jack used to go there all the time, and like we'd always we'd always see him. We never like knew him. And then I went there by myself one night, and he like clocked off and like sat next to me. He was like, "What's up, man?" Like. See you here a lot. Like, what's your name and shit? And then we got talking, and I was like, "Yeah, like, (laughs) me and him are like, me and Jack are like trying to start a band." And he was like, "Oh, like I'm trying to like get into a band." And I was like, "So we basically just hung out at the bar until bar closed, and then like a week later, we're throwing down on a practice space. Like, all right, let's do this thing. Fucking cool. It's a lot more fun than meeting on Craigslist. Yeah, 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 totally. It was a lot more natural. Yeah, and then we met Johnny through a friend. One of my friends here jammed with us for a minute, and he, he's in another band, so he didn't have time. But he was like, I'll ask around and see who was like looking for a band, and came across Johnny, and then hung out with him at the Octopus Bar, and then hit it off, and then, yeah. So, like, October of 2015, I think it was. We yeah, and the four of you have been pretty solid since then. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, it's come together very well. It feels like it's been on the perpetual upswing, you know? Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, I feel like starting a band, I mean, that's rare that you have those four guys and then nothing changes. Yeah. It yeah. stays that yeah. way. I really like that, yeah. I always hate seeing, like, bands I follow or shit. Like, they're just constantly going through new members. Right, it's right. just like, it's not the same band, man. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's nice to get along with everyone. Who came up with the name Monster Watch? I did. You did? It actually has nothing to do with monsters, which everyone always fucking gives a shit for. Because I, I had a but. theory, because there's a, a Japanese kids show called Yokai Watch, and Yokai means monster, so I was wondering if it was a reference to that. Uh, <laughs> we'll see that on Instagram, like, if you if you look up, like, the hashtag monster watch, it's, like, live photos of us, and then that, like, the little okay, toys. Yeah, the anime, right? Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of weird. It's pretty but, funny. Uh, here, I'm pulling up the... There's like, it came from a quote, so I'm pulling it up right now. In New Hampshire, there's a... Uh, there's like this weird like mountain like way up north. It's called the Old Man of the Mountain. Hmm. It's like a natural phenomenon. It's like the cliff of the mountain, and it's shaped like a face. Oh, I think I've heard of that, yeah. Like, like Oh, like, yeah, I've seen a picture of that before. And I wanted to have a name that like... I wanted to have a name that like resembled like where me and Jack came from. Yeah, kind of like, pay we came homage from, like, the, to that a little bit. Yeah, like came from like kind of the middle of nowhere. But the quote is, uh, like, men hang out their signs indicative of their respective trades. Shoemakers hang out a gigantic shoe. Jewelers a monster watch. And then the quote goes on. But So you like I, that part of it? Yeah, I was, I was just, like, digging. Like, I didn't want to name our band, like, Old Man of the Mountain. Because, <laughs> like... Or, like, something, like, with mountains we're not or something. not a folk rock band. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would have been, like, you the don't most want to hipster name. Idea. Yeah. Yeah, Monster Watch sounds much more like a punk band. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I came up with the name. Nice. And uh, who writes the songs? It's been me for the most part. Uh, I came out, before I moved out here, I was writing a lot. I didn't have a place to play drums. So I picked up, like, my friend let me just borrow his guitar because I needed some sort of outlet yeah, where I was living to, to like, do something. So I picked up guitar and just started, like, goofing around on it and started writing. So I had, like, ten songs, I think, when I moved out here. And, like, we kind of learned them all, but they literally all changed as soon as, like, everyone threw their part on it, which is really cool. And now we're starting to 
write like together. Oh. Like we play one song. It's not recorded or anything yet, but it's called Brain Twist. And that's like the first song we all wrote together. So you so. write it in the studio? Well, we wrote it, we write it in the practice space. Um, or, yeah, the rehearsal studio. Tuesday is actually a song me and Jack randomly like came up with in the studio. We were doing the drum tracks. We wanted to just have like a backlog of demos. And right. we recorded at the Birdhouse Studios next to Substation. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we laid, We were like, let's try and get like five songs on drums. And then we were going to do the guitar, guitars and vocals on our own. And Jack ended up doing like eight, like six or seven songs in a couple hours. Wow. So <laughs> we had <laughs> That's like... a good drummer. Yeah. <laughs> we had like three hours to kill. And so the guy that recorded us, Arson, was like, you guys just want to like try and write something? And so nice. yeah, he like hooked up a little combo amp and put me in like an ISO room and we just started writing and we wrote Tuesday. So that song is just literally guitar and drums and vocals. It was cool. Were you recording that on a Tuesday? We were, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, my, that's how we came up with it. <laughs> it could have easily been Thursday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of like uh, the Beatles' birthday. Like it's yeah. just short and kind of like to the punch and yeah. just has that sort of spontaneous feel. Repetitive. Yeah, yeah it was cool. It was weird too because yeah. we didn't really like, we didn't really work out a structure to the song at all. We were just like... It worked itself out. Yeah, I think like the stems have like four takes and then the last take was just like, oh, that's that's a song, cool. Like it was <laughs> yeah. just like random. Nice. That is yeah. a fun way to, to work when you have that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, so with uh, the new songs and like Brain Twist and stuff, yeah. when you write that collaboratively, how, how does that look? Like you're all, um, somebody brings a riff, somebody else brings lyrics, or how does that come together? I mean, it usually starts with like a, a blueprint. I think how that whole thing started, it, there was just three of us. It was me, Jack, and John. So we had dr drums, bass, guitar, and he started playing this riff um, that he'd been just dicking around with, and then... We just kind of just kind of jammed on it for a minute, and then um, I started playing another bass line in it, and then it kind of just like that turned into the other part that made the song feel very whole. And then you just you know just some little structuring out, and then he wrote vocals because he sings, so it only makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Johnny showed up and put his fucking <coughs> weird guitar parts over it. That's cool. Yeah, and then it's like okay, it's nice well, to have that, that was, extra layer. Yeah, yeah, totally. Give a little more depth, and then they they evolve quickly. You know, just. Yeah. I mean, I've always found that when you're group writing, like, it's it's hard to, like, just show up and be like, okay, let's write a song today. Like, that's not yeah, how it someone works. Someone has external pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it's it's good to start with, with a general idea, you know. Either a concept or, yeah. like, a groove can be really good if you're yeah. like, we're working with this rhythm. That kind totally. of really set the tone. Quite yeah. Good. Yeah, I don't have much experience myself with writing songs with other people. A little bit, like, uh, I guess a couple of times, or, like, somebody's taken over lyrics and stuff like that. But, yeah, you got to get pretty musically comfortable with each other first for that to, totally. to work, I guess. So it's, it's great that you guys have been able to stick together yeah. as long as you have. Yeah. I, feel like we, I feel like we all have a pretty a good band chemistry. I feel like it didn't take very long for us to kind of, like, learn how each other like to play. Yeah. You know, because everybody has tendencies to, like, go towards certain sounds or like different like rhythms and just like a general sound and it, it does feel like in compare the songs that we're writing now now that they're a little more collaborative they're still relatable to the first songs that like John showed up with like yeah. already demoed out like through and through they're definitely different but they've they've come to like get this 
like very finely tuned style like now that we're all putting more effort and more like more of our own voice into the songwriting it's pretty cool nice. and the the local scene here too has definitely had at least for me like a huge impact on the way i write now it was like i used to just write kind of like i just try to write like a catchy like four chord type deal and now it's kind of progressed into like weird like angular sounding guitar riffs and stuff like kind of more like fast pace just because yeah. like a lot of the shows i go to it's just like a lot of the punk bands around here are just like super fast and it's just like i want to like bring that energy to our sound yeah you uh i guess it helps you up your game yeah like i'm not trying to you like feel like you're not competing with somebody but right and you're also not trying to compare yourself to them too much but they're they're just kind of a springboard for you to yeah. Think like, well, how can I improve and get to that level that I exactly? And there's a lot of local bands that we're friends with too that I definitely feel like we're mutually influencing. Like, there's a band called Flirt that we hang out with a lot, and one of their guitar players like really has a big impact on me, I'd say. And then they, it's like vice versa for them. Like, awesome. Like they'll be like, oh, dude, we wrote like a Monster Watch song. <laughs> just like, oh, sick. It's already a, it's a brand name now. Yeah. yeah. The Monster Watch sound. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's cool. Yeah, your stuff is very, like, as far as punk goes, I think it's really, like, danceable. Or at least yeah. the stuff I heard. It's like... It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of the goal. I guess you call yeah. it groovy punk, right? Groove it's, punk, yeah, yeah. That's what a lot of people are calling it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of, like, a little less angry and more playful. Right. Yeah. A lot of other music like that. Yeah, me and me and Jack both came from playing drums and like hardcore and like metal bands. I definitely feel like we bring the heavy aspect to it, but it's I don't wanna like overdo it to the point where people think we're like a metal band. So you yeah. gotta like we have to like hold back a little bit and make it a little dancey. <laughs> but Makes I'm sense. I'm into it, yeah. No more halftime. Yeah. <laughs> Slow it down. Not into that anymore. Yeah. Uh, the second tall boy is making its appearance. Yep, yep. 2.30 in the afternoon, you know. <laughs> Time doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference. Man, I got the day off. <laughs> yeah. If only it was Tuesday. I'm mm-hmm. just I had a roommate. He, like, a couple times I would see him drinking a whiskey at, like, 9 in the morning. But he didn't drink for the rest of the day, so I was like, oh, well, yeah. what difference does it make? Hair, hair of the dog, man. Yeah. Sometimes it's just <laughs> Anywho, um, <laughs> get it back in the system. Besides, like, uh, so local bands here are obviously a big influence for you guys now and how you're kind of driving your sound. What are some other, like, big musical influences for you? Like, maybe the music that you listened to growing up or, like, when you're forming the band, like, certain references that you had, like. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be that guy and say it, but we get, <laughs> we, we get a lot of shit, like, for not sounding like Nirvana, but, like, have some sort of, like, 90s sound to us and oh, you are we wearing had a, a plaid we shirt a, right now yeah <laughs> we had a we had a music um a music blog did a write-up on us and they've done a handful and like one of them was like titled monster watch embodies 90s punk and it's like i mean i i know that they're meaning it to be a good thing and it's like not that i'm like totally butthurt about that but we're also just like we don't want to not trying to be that, that. Th- we're not trying to yeah. be that we're not trying to be like a throwback band that is like also something like limits. a journalist might write just to get people's attention totally like, yeah, yeah exactly something they'll immediately like, have a response to yeah yeah it's like i know that it's intended to be a good thing and like in a way i take that as a good thing but there's also this bit of me that it's like you you don't want to be that that yeah. band, especially in Seattle. Yeah, dude. You, you like, don't want to like, be the band that's just another version of a previous band. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'd say 
aside from 90s music. Uh, I mean, we listen it's, to there's a lot of good stuff be, in the 90s. I what mean, are you it'd be enough yeah. to be like, I mean, because I, I grew up like when I first started like really getting into like exploring music, it was like rifling through my dad's CD collection when I was in like third grade. And it's like, my dad stopped listening to new music when he had kids, which was like the 90s. So like, yeah, that's how it, it works. was all, yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. like all like I was listening to like Nirvana and Pearl Jam and like and like older classic rock and yeah, stuff yeah. like that Pixies. and Alice in Chains and Pixies and all that stuff and like you know some more 90s pop punk like for some reason my dad had like Dookie and like Offspring albums and shit like that yeah um, Green Day was like a huge yeah and it's like me, yeah. like I'm I don't want to necessarily portray that but it'd be naive to say that that stuff doesn't have some sort of right. long term influence on I think most yeah. of us you know all of us in the band all kind of, I feel like, grew up with that same influence, you know? It's there, but it's not all that's there. Yeah. 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 There's plenty more to the not mix. To just yeah. be a copy. Mm-hmm. Right. That, but you incorporate that with something else, maybe find a new element to mix in. Yeah. I mean, all music is coming from other music yeah. that yeah, existed totally. before. Yeah. But I'd say, like, newer bands that I'm personally influenced by right now would probably be... Uh, I think most of us are pretty into this band called Slaves. They're from the UK. Hmm. It's like a two-piece punk band. I guess you'd, it's like Black Flag and like the Sex Pistols kind of shit, but it's cool. They're just raw, fast, like kind of yeah. like old school Rough. punk with like a new... It's like I boy mean, punk kind of. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Boy yeah. punk. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of shopping lately. They're really cool. And then, <laughs> love that band. Yeah, shopping's fucking awesome. And girl then, band. Yeah, girl band. I feel like that. I feel like that band is like a, a band that only you and I listen to. But I feel it's like too out there. It's pretty out there. But I, I definitely it's music feel, for musicians. Yeah. Yeah, and but it's like I, I listen to that, and it's like you know, jaw dropping. I'm just like, whoa, dude! Like that shit is crazy. Yeah. And I feel like that the kind of like drive and like vibe that that band has influences me a lot personally just like with like what i bring to the table with just like bass lines i don't know yeah hmm. tame and paula will always have a place oh, in my heart great. too yeah. yeah lonerism is probably like my favorite album That's of all got time so good guitar jams on that yeah and it's really it's starting to take a little influence on my writing more too i'm trying to write like chill yeah chill tunes like I'm thinking like mind mischief that sort of thing yeah that song and like yeah because they're they're they released very a, poppy yeah they released a b-side not too long ago off that called beverly laurel oh i haven't heard that yet that song it's really cool but yeah that whole album is just like so good <laughs> never get old yeah and it helps that that guy sounds exactly like john lennon yeah <laughs> so when you guys were doing those first few practices like where were you in terms of uh like the sound that you had in mind for your group like were you all on the same page going in or yeah i mean the first few practices it was like we'd usually like get stoned and be like all right let's just like jam for like 10 15 minutes yeah and then i'd ease into it yeah and then i'd like teach them the songs like the structure of the songs like basically we'd like learn the structure of the songs we'd get that down and then him and johnny would like throw their own little like licks and stuff over and jack would change up some drum fills yeah. and stuff but yeah, that was like probably the first few months of practice was just doing that. We started writing some shit once we we got a new room like what was it, like six months ago. Mm-hmm. We were practicing like a ten foot by ten foot room. <laughs> it was fucking awful. Sweaty. We yeah. all have we all have like pedal boards and shit. It's just like it's oh, a, yeah, it was we got a, a lot of gear disaster. too. Yeah, fucking we literally disaster. had like 
I think, two feet. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, you're just standing was... right next to those fucking symbols. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, oh yeah. he would stand right next to the crash Did symbol. Did you have earplugs like... at least? Or... No. I think <laughs> I, I, my ears took some sufficient damage mm. over that couple months. Yeah, man. I definitely should have <laughs> yeah. earplugs. Well, but you, you know, live you and learn. Yeah. yeah. It's funny, like, uh, so we're, we're doing the show together in May. Yeah. With uh, Wall of Ears. I'm very excited about that. But, yeah. like, Chris put together, Chris Lott, the Wall of Ears guy, he put together a kind of interesting bill because I, I think I'm, like, one of the quietest bands in Seattle. I really like mellow and, like, yeah. kind of restrained drums and stuff. Uh-huh. And then yeah. you guys are going to be fucking loud. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're super I'm bringing loud. my earplugs. And, <laughs> like, it's going to be weird. It's, I assume we're going first, so it's going to be, like, down here and then up here. And then yeah. maybe Wall of Ears will be somewhere in the middle. But. Yeah. I'm excited though. I always love. I kind of like that though. I love. Yeah, it's gonna be nice and uh, eclectic. I love bills where, like, obviously, like, there's got to be some sort of like cohesiveness. But I really enjoy like big shows or just local shows where none of the bands sound or sound the same or have the same vibe at all. Right, you're getting a little bit of everything. Yeah, Yeah. because it makes you want to stay stick around for the next band. You're not like, oh, it's just gonna be another punk band. You're like, no, this guy's gonna like play some trippy shit. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's why we like playing with shit ghosts so much. Yeah, they do something kind of out of the ordinary. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. We played, uh, back in January, we were doing a residency, so we had five shows that month all at the High Dive, like down in Fremont. Yeah. And they were all, like, you know, it's kind of a, I mean, it was a sweet opportunity and, like, just take it, and we played with a bunch of local bands and stuff. Yeah. But so for five shows of that month, we were closing, we're, like, we headlined every one, and, like, we played another show somewhere sprinkled in between like a house show that we like closed out and then we played a show at victory and it was like in this long string of like seven straight headliner shows we opened for two bands that are way softer and quieter and like more <laughs> melodic than us and we were just like we just came in guns a blazing and just yes. it was so cool like i really enjoyed it because it was like you know like we're loud and pretty fast and you know and danceable punk music and Victory's a super t- small spot, and, like, people were there. It was on a weekend, so, like, it was pretty full. Yeah. People got up, and people got loose right off the bat, so then it kind of, like, set Great. the, you know, set the mood. I was like, this was an amazing bill. Like, this yeah. was, like, I loved opening that show. Like, it was so much fun. And then to watch, like, everybody just, like, be really into everything else that was going on. Yeah. Because so many shows in Seattle, and I'm sure you've had this experience, especially from being out east, is that, or being from out there, is that, uh... Out in other places where there isn't shows going on all the fucking time, like, people get into what is in front of them. And, like, sometimes you go to shows and everybody's just standing around bobbing heads even when it's, like, fast, fun, energetic music, but, like, nobody dances until, like, the last two songs, mm. you know? They haven't had enough to drink yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Something like that. It's just a stiff crowd, you know? Yeah. And so it's, it's really fun to play those close, intimate shows where people... People really let loose and have yeah. fun. Speaking of that, we just played a show at the Moon. It was out of control. Yeah, that <laughs> was. I, I think that is probably the best, or not best show, but funnest show I've ever played. Like, yeah. in my life. Yeah, that was like, that was up there. It, it's like a pretty small like room, and like it was in Soto, and I was like, oh, I don't think people are gonna come out to Soto. It's a bit remote. Yeah, yeah we played. Sketchy. We played second. And on a four-band bill. On a four-band bill. And the first band, like, set up, and there was, like, no one there. And then, like, ten minutes before they went on, like, it just, like, 
filled. Like, I was like, what the fuck? That's really nice to see. Yeah. yeah. And then we went on, and, like, it was just insane. Like, I've never seen chaos, like, that much chaos <laughs> yeah. before. It was just, like, the whole room was just, like, jumping over each other and shit. Wow. It was so crazy. You crowd surfed during that song. Yeah, I tried to, there's a song where I don't play guitar, and I was trying to lay down on the ground and sing. Uh, and, like, these kids, like, picked me up, and, like, I was crowd surfing. I was wow. like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. But... The last, like, three songs we played, like, my mic stand kept getting knocked off, like, yeah. every couple of minutes. You like, feel the just, floor like, shaking. Yeah. It's, like, I mean, granted, it's, like, that's probably dangerous. Um, yeah, that's why like, <laughs> Mommy Longlegs headlined, and they, props to them for, like, calling it, because it got a little yeah. out of hand. They, they like, cut their set short, because they were like, this yeah. is too bad, like, too unsafe. So what venue is this again? Uh, the Moon. The Moon. Yeah. Soda. Part of the big yeah. building thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of those. Yeah, it was a really fucking fun show. Oh, yeah, I want to play that. One of the rare, one of the rarest. I mean, I guess you get it far more in like in DIY spots and like house shows and stuff like where you get, it gets a lot more intimate. Yeah, or, like a lot quicker. Especially than when with you the play all ages aspect too. Yeah, I really yeah. like all ages. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I think that's why the crowd was just so crazy because there's a lot of younger kids. Yeah. They're just like yeah, punk music, like shit, <laughs> but. Fast and loud. Yeah. And fun. Yeah. That's cool. You got a gig a few days after this interview. Yeah. Uh, we're doing the Wall of Years show, May 19th. Are you planning a lot more gigs beyond that? Like, are you trying to keep up a pretty busy schedule with that? Yeah, we're trying to work on playing out. We haven't played outside the city yet, so we're trying to dedicate, like, late summer to doing that. Yeah. Um, but we've got the show at the Lo-Fi this Friday. Barbosa show with you on the 19th and then we're playing big big building bash on june 3rd hmm, where's that at it's at it's at the moon okay it's, it's at, <laughs> but it's all outdoors it's like under the bridge oh good yeah yeah it's like um, a it's like a five stage diy fest thing and yeah so it's saturday june 3rd and it's like all day i don't i don't even know they just they just dropped the lineup yesterday or the day before and there's like yeah. probably 40 40 50 acts on there yeah, wow. and uh, yeah, five stages. They get food carts down there. They got arts and sounds a lot more fun than upstream. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I shouldn't badmouth that too much publicly, but uh, <laughs> I have my doubts. We're not yeah. big fans either, so yeah, it's just Paul Allen throwing us a bone. <laughs> so you you just put out your first EP, yeah, your first, right? yeah, first release, yeah, um, Blabbermouth. Yep. So you, uh, I forget. You said you recorded that at. Birdhouse Studios? Yeah, so we did um, drums there. We did guitars on our own. We did most of the vocals there, and he did a couple songs on bass, just because the bass we recorded just didn't work with how he was trying to mix. So yeah. he just like brought his bass in and laid down some newer tracks and stuff. But yeah, it was mostly done at Birdhouse. Yeah, it turned out really well, the recordings. Yeah. Like, it's gritty and hard. Yeah, the like guy... punk's supposed to be, but it's also like really clear and like deep and heavy and... Yeah. yeah, you must have had a your engineer, or who would you attribute that to? Yeah, his name's uh, Arson Lives. He's and, a badass. Yeah, like <laughs> he really knows what he's doing. Yeah, he was really he really liked our songs too, which is cool because that makes him like motivated. Motivated, yeah, yeah. exactly. And you guys have a common goal, like you know what you're trying to do. Yeah, and we got along. We get along with him like really well too. But like that, there's a song on the first track on it, Two Time. That's the first song I wrote, like, personally. Oh. So I've had, like, a vision of how it's supposed to sound for, like, 
three years mm-hmm. and like he like nailed it and I was came just out like, exactly how you thought it would yeah i was like yes like <laughs> thank you dude <laughs> that's awesome so yeah do you have uh plans for a full length at some point too not yet i think we might try and do like another two song ep at the end of the summer or something i guess a lot of punk music isn't about like long like lavishly produced releases like yeah. there's a lot of singles and eps involved and stuff we we have I enough mean, songs for like an album but but we might as well stretch it out if you want to yeah, yeah like financially and like like just like we i don't think we're ready to put out a full album yet like for it to like do well or like be heard properly but um, you're still you feel like you're building your way up to that point. yeah, yeah. so yeah. we i think we're just gonna bust out some singles and stuff for Sounds now good. but we're supposed to be working with this uh engineer at the end of the summer so we'll see what happens yeah, but, exciting yeah all right guys thanks for coming over today oh yeah, yeah man the pleasure's all mine ours all of ours you it's know. all mine dude <laughs> it's all yeah. mine I'm it's all my pleasure it's my sh- <laughs> this is my interview dude. <laughs> <laughs> with my band <laughs> that i named <laughs> And I wrote all the songs for hey, <laughs> Bass player is way more important than the guitar. <laughs> yeah. Little known fact there. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll see you guys at, at Barboza. Yeah, Sweet. man, sounds good. See you there. Stoked to play with you. Go Hawks. <laughs> that was Monster Watch. Nice group of fellas. Clearly dedicated to what they do and very charming. They had me starting to swear on my own podcast. Hey. If you like this episode of Talking About the Passion and want to support it, you can start by subscribing on iTunes if you haven't done so already. While you're there, please write a review or leave a rating to show some love. Also, if you have any suggestions, questions, or anything else for me about the podcast, you can send those on over to Thomas at tatppodcast at gmail.com. The theme song for Talking About the Passion is the Niagara Moon song Pantheon Bar off my recent album Eating Peaches. And the artwork for both this podcast and the album Eating Peaches was done by Miranda Harmon. Coming up now, we have one more song from Monster Watch's Blabbermouth EP. This is called Two Time. See you next Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs>